Hello, hello, hello. The bell has rung, and welcome once again to the Dr. Digital Podcast. Another great episode coming your way. Thanks for listening in. Let's get started. And you want to get ready because it may be time to have your ears blown. Yes, indeed. Are you ready for that? The Beatles released a single that sold over 8 million copies, their highest selling 45 RPM, and that was Hey Jude. However, the one that made the greater impression was the flip side, the B side. That's Revolution, in which John Lennon addressed the global political upheaval of 1968. That has a far more interesting marketing story. Rare was it for a pop song to blatantly address politics, but that's exactly what the Beatles did. And the message in Revolution attracted fierce resentment within the radical left before reappearing when? In 1987, in one of the most seminal and groundbreaking marketing advertisements ever made. Lennon wrote Revolution in India, where the Beatles were meditating with the Maharishi while the Vietnam War and Chinese Cultural Revolution raged on. There was a major riot in London and Paris that brought to the brink of another revolution in May of 1968. Upon their return to London, the Beatles recorded the song with Lennon lying down and sounding serene. And one line he reads and sings, Hey, you say you want a revolution. But if you're talking about destruction, don't you know that you can count me out? And then, after a pause, he sings in, because he actually hadn't made up his mind yet. Well, in any case, the rest of the band argued that the slow, bluesy number was insufficiently commercial, and so a faster, rockier version, the one you're hearing with those distorted guitars, needed to be re-recorded. Lennon reluctantly agreed, despite worrying that the political message would be more difficult to understand. First version, Revolution Number 1, appeared on the White Album, released later in the year. 68, faster version, simply named Revolution, became the flip side to Hey Jude. A third version, Revolution Number 9, also included on the White Album, just a scramble of noise, static, nonsensical phrases, though an early example of pastiche electronic mixing. Hey Jude was proclaimed as one of the Beatles' best songs by the pop media, which largely ignored Lennon's more political offering. Yet, the radical underground media railed, with Rampart's American literary and political journal declaring revolution preaches counter-revolution. Also reminds me of another song on another episode, The Revolution Will Not Be Televised. Then in 1987, the Beatles' revolution song reappeared when the small advertising marketing agency Whedon and Kenny selected it for a Nike advert. It was the first major television advert Nike ever made. This marketing firm previously attracted industry attention by featuring Miles Davis and Lou Reed in their adverts for Honda scooters and were becoming the agency that could deliver coups. The advert consisted of a jerky black-and-white handheld camera film that showed Nike athletes and ordinary people participating in a variety of sports at various levels of seriousness. It became a massive success. Nike sales doubled in two years, and the advert's theme of empowerment and transcendence with a personal philosophy of everyday life formed the Nike's brandings for the following years, allowed them to dominate the newly emerging sign economy brand culture, how brands started to gain value with a more cultural and aesthetic level. Was this a sellout? 
Yes, indeed. In a lot of ways, it seems that apparently revolution apparently morphed from a petty bourgeoisie cry of fear into a sacred text twisted and spoiled by a sneaker company. There was also a lawsuit filed by Apple Records in an attempt to halt the commercial. Apple claimed that advert uses Beatles persona and goodwill without permission. It also helped normalize this one single marketing campaign, the wearing of sports shoes. 30 years later, the everyday wearing of shoes designed for professional athletes is a normal part of consumer culture, demonstrating how society can live in the legacy of extraordinary marketing campaigns. Indeed, the possibility that so many people are wearing these shoes because Lenin, meditating in India, decided to address the politics of 1968. It's a reminder of the collision of culture and politics in the medium of advertising and marketing can create the most unpredictable outcomes imaginable. Go figure. This is Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. Mick, as in Jagger, except he's got more money. Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. The Doctor of Digital, like cotton candy for your ears. Day is lost.